Hey Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she is a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney. And Doug, last week we talked about your Toy Story land review. Today we are diving into the rest of your trip report. You spent eight nights, nine days of making Derek jealous that you are in the most magical place on earth. And so we are going to jump in and talk about all the good, some of the bad, and some of the unique parts of the trip, including... I like shout that out. you changed the you from ugly to unique. That you, was... It's genius. That's how I do I, it. I, I'm okay with ugly. I'm not that pretty. You had a couple... Yeah, you had a couple great things we're going to talk about. But yeah. also, the two things I'm very jealous about is we had kind of too many Rope Drop ro- radio meetups. And we'll <laughs> give a shout out to all the people that came out and met with you and the fam. And hopefully, that is the beginning to a lot more. But... Doug, let's dive in. First off, have you recovered? You've been back at work full time. How's it coming back? Are you okay? No, rope dropping work is the worst thing to rope drop. I mean, I I would rather go back to the awfulness of a Toy Story land rope drop at 6 a.m. and the crowds and the heat than work. So even in the worst of times at Disney are better than the best of times. Even when it's crazy hot or raining or a four-hour wait. I I mean, like, I've been back long enough that I've restocked on deodorant, and the stench of the dirty clothes is now gone. It was a lot of sweating. But it was a lot of fun. And I enjoyed all your social media. Uh, We definitely had a surge in likes and follows Mm -hmm. in the last couple weeks. So thank you for tuning in to Rope Drop Radio. And, Doug, it's just been great to see everything that you've done. But let's... Jump on in. You flew down. When did you guys fly down? We flew out on Wednesday. We were originally going to go on Thursday, but there's a little thing in Omaha called the College World Series. So we needed to leave before that was over to save a ton of money. Oh, yeah. We made our trip a day longer to save money. So we're like, "Ah, what else should we do but book the Polynesian, right? That's how you save money. Yeah, save so, money to spend money. Totally that's makes right. sense. We, we've we done that before. We did one night at the Contemporary for that yeah. reason. Yep. Yeah, it actually saved – we spent less than if we had bought our plane tickets the next day. So thank you, College World Series. So flew down, uneventful, Magical Express, uneventful, got to the poly, room was ready, nothing better than that. It was like 2 o'clock in the afternoon, 3 o'clock. When the room's ready, it's just wonderful. So we headed on over to the room. We were in Tokelau. We had a one-bedroom, the DVC part. So I had a queen pull-out couch, little kitchen. No, it didn't have a kitchenette. It had two bathrooms, two showers, one toilet, two showers. Very odd. So I'll put some pictures of the room at, at the Poly up. So dropped off our carry-ons. Our other luggage wasn't there yet. We went with Magical Express. And then we headed over to the Magic Kingdom from the Poly by hopping on a monorail. The mon- so you chose a monorail instead of a boat. 
We did. We actually um, made the mistake because we're just saying Tokelau, which is closer to the TTC mm. than like the main building, depending yeah. on which door you go out. And so we're used to just walking over to TTC. Well, we forgot that they have the one – you have to go through the security checkpoint at the TTC. So we had to like walk all the way to the far side to get in, which put us by the monorail. In the end, walking to the main building of the poly to get on the resort loop would have been faster, but we failed. Lesson we learned. Failed and that's there. why you yeah. tell our listeners your yeah, fails, just, they won't make that mistake. Yeah, because of where they put security, and they only had like half of it open, and it was a huge line. Like, we should have just went to the poly. So we, we lived and we learned, even though we were only staying there one night, so we really didn't learn for any future reference. Um, got to the Magic Kingdom. Everybody's pumped. Nine-day ticket, locked and loaded on the Magic Band. Fast passes made, ready to go. Scan Alden scans his band, and little Mickey head turns blue. I scan mine, little Mickey head turns blue. And for those of you that don't know, when you scan, you know, Mickey to Mickey, your Magic Band, it's supposed to turn green for wonderful happiness, but ours turned blue. And the cast member standing there, first thing he said to me, "Are you from Mexico, sir?" And and Alden kind of looks at me like what and like no and like he was not very helpful and he just sent us over to the guest relations we're like awesome awesome start glad this wasn't a rope drop so here we are guest relations 20 minutes later oh they figure out what happened to our tickets everything was set up right they're like it was just a weird glitch in the system nothing oh, 20 wrong. minutes so ah, we didn't do anything wrong everything was linked right and evidently there's just some glitch. Um, we were not from Mexico, as it turns out, um, or Canada. They asked me if I was from Mexico, Alden from Canada. I don't know. Anyway, we so we had to go, and like they told us we need to go activate our tickets, which never had to activate a ticket in our lives. You know, we've done this a time or two, and so 20 minutes standing at guest relations. Samantha, of course, is crying because she's hungry and can't get into the park. We never really ate lunch that day because we were on an airplane. So it was one of those breakfast to dinner sort of days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Samantha doesn't do well. She's 12. We should know better. But so you got to feed your kids, crying. Doug. No, it's you, you of all people, <laughs> right? I don't so, feed myself. I feed my kids. Derek, we're not even in a park yet. Not even one full day. And we already have one kid in tears. So for those of you listening, if at some point your children break down in tears and you're thinking like, man, we are overwhelmed by this whole Disney thing. What were we thinking? We go multiple times a year and we had a child in tears before we got into the park and she wasn't crying because the tickets didn't work. She was just crying because she didn't get in to go eat. Right. So we did get a magical fast pass, uh, anytime fast pass. And then we got in pictures, everybody smiles and we went to eat at cosmic rays and I did a one word food review at Cosmic Rays. Do you do you remember what was special about Cosmic Rays this summer? I don't. I don't. Yeah. Okay. It was the Incredibles menu is added into Oh, 20. yeah. So they have a Mrs. Incredibles burger because it's stretchy. They put mozzarella sticks in it and some sort of ranch sauce. And so I got it because the value of telling the story to you fine folks my one word review of this burger, if you have not eaten it yet, the review is don't. Just a burger don't. with mozzarella sticks? That sounds awful. And then it's a Disney burger with Disney mozzarella sticks. 
So the mozzarella sticks, like, I was kind of worried about biting into them and burning the roof of my mouth or something. Uh, not a concern. Not not a concern in any way, shape, or form. It was, like, ice cold. It was so gross. I But, somehow... you, but you got to see Sunny Eclipse. No, we didn't. We weren't even in that room. It was, oh. so, it was so crowded and crazy. Like, Samantha and Claire, we're in line. We send them to look for a chair, like, table for us, because we're family of five. We don't fit everywhere, and... So they scoured together like two tables and moved a chair and God bless them. They did a great job. And then Alden keeps his eye on them and he tells us where to go. We have a whole system. We do that That's everywhere. Good. Yeah. The I'm kids... surprised you went all the way there with Samantha so hungry. You didn't just stop at Casey's or something. Oh God. One of, no, one of those burgers. And then we would have been eating outside in the thousand oh, degree good heat. Point. I mean, literally the sun was touching the castle that day and Yeah. So we ate, and then uh, I did not feel the greatest after an incredible burger. Not sure why. Um, I mean, any thoughts on why? I don't know, Derek. But then I went and I upgraded my ticket to an annual pass at the little uh, ticket office back in Liberty Square. They went on some rides that make me puke. And, uh, yeah, that was kind of it. They We kept we used some magic, pa- Ugh, magic passes, fast passes. And then we were going to meet Joe from Back to the Mouse, and he was eating dinner at Kona, and I think one of his texts said to me that they had to actually go to Polynesia to get the chicken. So they were done late. We didn't get a spot for Happily Ever After. That's how we were going to meet them. So we decided, we'll just meet you at the Poly, because they were at the Poly. That's where we're staying. So we just ended up meeting them, uh, having some Dole Whip, and then hanging out on the beach, watching Happily Ever from, from the beach, which is still a great show from the beach. I thought it would be kind of lame from the beach, right? Because it's all yeah, the Yeah, you can't see all the projections. So you can't see those, but I think there's like quadruple the pyro than I thought there was because I don't notice the big fireworks mm, when I'm in the park. Because you're so close. Yeah, it's still a good fireworks show. I really thought it would be more like Star Wars, where it's like, well, nothing's happening right now from a long ways away. Because if you're not right in the heart of things for the Star Wars fireworks, they kind of stink. So happily ever after, still good from the beach. Um, I will say, just a little side note, it's a great place to watch, especially if you don't have a park day and you're at the Poly. On the 4th of July, the beach was reserved for guests only at the Polynesian. They were scanning magic bands on the 4th of July. Heads up, just FYI. So there it is. There's day one in the books. Met Joe, had uh, some Dole Whip with him and his kids and my kids, and uh, that was good, chatting with the Back to the Mouse family. So thanks for meeting us, Joe. It was a lot of fun. I and I am still jealous. As Missing you should out. be. I should be. You're right. And day two was that when we were able to meet up with more of our listeners. Yes, we did. Uh, that night we met whole whole slew of people. If a slew is five, which I think a slew is five, right? That's the technical term. I yeah, you're asking the wrong guy. All right. Well, anyways, that I do day know we... a murder is like a, a number like eight or nine. I learned that the other day. Was not that many. Yeah. That sounds frightening. It does. We did not do that. Gosh, no. So day two, we rope dropped Magic Kingdom since we're staying at the Poly. Uh, Space Mount was down, so we had to go to Buzz. And then uh, Kent gave me a hard time on Twitter because that was not the most efficient use of our rope drop time. Was going to Buzz. He uh, he said other things I should have done. He hurt my feelings. No, I've rope dropped Buzz before too, Kent. Yeah, but I have younger it's... kids that love Buzz. Yeah, so he told me what we should have done if we're being serious. We should have gone on Astro Orbiter, which I agree. But 
Um, zero out of five McKnights wanted to go on Astral Orbiter, just for the record. So we did Buzz, Speedway, Carpets, Thunder Splash, Jungle, Small World, all before lunch. And then we had lunch at what has become our favorite counter service restaurant at the Magic Kingdom, Columbia Harbor House, Derek. Have you ever eaten at Columbia Harbor House? I have not. It's actually on my must-do list for this upcoming trip. A must-do? I've actually made, I kid you not, I've made a list of my top five counter service restaurants that I must do. We can dive into that later, but I actually have written down a list. Derek's must-do list. It will be fascinating. But yeah, Columbia Harbor House is nice because it's a big upstairs. Mm -hmm. Uh, We like to sit over the walkway. Alden and Claire wave as if their life depends on it at people that don't wave back. But food-wise, I mean, it's nothing special. It's got fish and chips, a lobster roll, chicken pot pie, chicken nuggets. It's it's good. That's not amazing. And then we rode Peter Pan, and then we were out. We were headed down Main Street and taking some pictures on Main Street as we were leaving the park. And here comes Joe from Back to the Mouse, who had just entered the park. He has teenagers, so he's on a little bit different schedule than we are. I'm worried about what will happen when we have teenagers because I don't see my wife being okay with that. Missing you just gotta let them go on their own. Like, we'll see you if yeah. you make it to the park. Uh, Reservations at blah, blah, blah is at five. Hopefully, we'll see you there. Yeah. So then we took the bus to the boardwalk where we had. Before we went to Rope Drop Magic Kingdom, we gave the bell services our luggage so they could take it over there. And we got to the boardwalk. Once again, our room was ready, which is fascinating. However, like they said, well, your luggage may not get here until 5. It was 1. Like, oh, that's all of our stuff. Like We didn't carry any of it around the park all morning. So that was a lesson learned. The boardwalk might be the slowest at moving luggage on Earth. But we'll do a whole review on the boardwalk. But I will say this, our room was in a separate building, like all the little hallways. And it's like they had a courtyard. They're like, what's this grass doing here? Let's build a building with about 20 rooms on several floors. We were in that building, the furthest end of it. So I'm pretty confident they see McKnight and they're like, what's the furthest room away we can give this family? Yes, that's the McKnight. Every time. Every time the poly wasn't horrible, but we were at the, we were the end of the hallway at the poly, which is just crazy. We were the end, like the end. We could not have been further away. So you board. have room karma. I have bus karma. Good lord! I just so far away. The room was nice. I mean, it is what you expect from a deluxe room. Location was atrocious. The boardwalk. Just my little two cents here. It's. On the boardwalk, which is fantabulous. Mm-hmm. I think that's a real word. However, you can only get to the boardwalk from like the one access point off yep. the lobby. So even though we're way over here, there's no door, like side door or back door or sneak attack. So it's like the boardwalk is like right there, but we have to walk all the way back over and around to get to it. So that's a little annoying. That's a little no. teaser for our boardwalk review, which yeah, is coming out in a few a weeks. Great- it will be a great review so boardwalk we rested up it thunderstormed because it's florida in the summer every afternoon it did rain on our trip a couple times it rained longer and we headed into epcot did a couple rides ate some dinner at sunshine seasons which is a nice variety for counter service Mm -hmm. and we had a rope drop meetup at club cool ish 
where Alden tried to get people to drink the Beverly. So Alden went and got me a drink because we were next door. And so he filled up mostly of Beverly, and then he put a little of the pineapple. Smart kid. It. I like it. You should have known it was coming. Like, like, here, Dad. He's, like, laughing as he gives it to me. I'm like, I'm not drinking anything you hand me, let alone something you hand me while you're laughing. And so at that point, the Raises family had made it. Debbie and John, you can hear them on our Paris episode yep. way back in the day and our Animal Kingdom 20th anniversary episode. So they met up with their kids, Bianca and JR. And Bianca, in case you're wondering, is, of course, named after a mouse, a Disney mouse, of course. So they met up and chatted with them for a long time. That was great. Then Kent made it, uh, University of Central Florida, UCF Kent is his Twitter handle. And he did the show where every ride in one day, the WDW 47 Challenge. And he'll be coming up here at the end of the month to talk again. So when the whole crew was there, we headed over to Mission Space. Now, I can go on green. There's no way I go on orange, right? So most of us got in the green line. Uh, John Raises, however, took his two kids and then Claire and Alden in the orange line. I was unaware of the fact. Cause Michelle was like, are you sure you want to do orange to them? And they're like, yeah, yeah, we can do it. They've never done it before in their life. So they start watching the like video about how serious this is and the G-forces and they both wound up using the chicken exit. So here's John with two kids that he just met that day. That's funny. <laughs> chicken. So felt bad, John, that I uh, we abandoned our children with you to ride a ride that I didn't know they'd never ridden. But and Michelle's like, I'm not going on orange again. So she's like, good luck. And they had fun. We waited like 20 or 30 minutes. It wasn't a walk on. We were standing in line just chatting. And so. They were having fun with Raises' kids, and like Claire's new best friend is Bianca, if you asked her. I mean, yeah. So we went from that. We went to something a little tamer called Spaceship Earth. It still went into space, but does not spin you quite as fast. And, of course, we were all on the ride, and then it broke down for about 20 minutes. So I got to chat with Kent for about 20 minutes while the ride is broken down. And uh, Claire was with Bianca, so I don't know if that was good for Bianca. Bianca is 12, Claire is 8, for a little frame of reference. Why would so, Samantha not ride with Bianca, 12 and 12? Samantha is one of the most antisocial human beings you will okay. ever meet. Yeah, it would take her a month to warm up to somebody. So that's why Samantha will choose her annoying brother over somebody new that she probably has a million things in common with. Like, they could have hit it off, but Samantha's odd. Claire is not. Claire is very social most of the time. So Claire and Bianca, new best friends, according to Claire. And so we got stopped on that. The ride did keep going. We were kind of all rooting for an evac. Didn't happen. Hmm. Then we went on Soren, rode that, and then the night was over. That was our meetup, and then we got a big group picture and uh, didn't tweet or anything during it because we were busy chatting, having fun, and talking Disney, talking about the podcast. It was a lot of fun. And hopefully, Derek, you'll get to meet people when you're down there. I know Kent wants to say hello. I will definitely try to put something together. Not there for as many days as you are, yeah. and, but definitely will uh, reach out and hopefully get some people meeting up with yeah, us. Yeah, it was fun. And so, you know, future, yeah, it's possible we just stand and talk for like a half hour. You know, this one turned into, hey, let's go on this ride. Let's go on that ride. Yeah, future World was a good place for it with the group we had, I think. So, and you sent me some jealous pictures because was, I, I was hoping to be down there 
work schedule didn't work out in the end we'll we'll do you and i will lead one yeah next year correct all right that was the night that was, that was day fun. two was, and yeah we went back to up. boardwalk and how to, and that was so that was july 2nd no july we're 1st? not july yet we're, we're still in july no, we're that trip now was so long that I lost track months, of what day you were there. Two full months, Derek. We covered two months, June and July. Now we uh now we're to June 29th. So this is the day like all the media's getting into yep. uh Toy Story Land. And then we're the day before. I was tired of seeing the tweets about Toy Story Land and the uber positiveness of some of them. And it's like you don't even tweet about Disney and you got invited to the media. It was it was annoying. So we rope dropped Epcot from International Gateway. For those that don't know, you can get into Epcot from the Boardwalk Beach Club, Swan, Dolphin, Yacht, and the back door. And it works out great to get to Frozen. We did not go there, though. We went over to Test Track and then Soarin'. It, or no, we had a fast pass for Test Track. I don't know. We saw Baymax, the character spot, uh, a lot of good things. We got a lot done. And then we headed back out real quick. We had a late breakfast at like 10.30, 10.50. Uh, we saw Rapunzel, Ariel, Eric, and Finn. Flynn. Flynn. Flynn Rider. Flynn Rider, not Finn Rider. I always say that wrong. So we had that breakfast again. The food is fancy, but the characters are great. I don't like fancy breakfast. I'll just take my scrambled eggs or an omelet, please. I don't need I whatever it was I had. It was very nice. I'm sure someone loves it, but it was just too nice for me. I'm not that nice, Derek. I hey, I skip breakfast and will remember to eat at two. So Yeah. That's that's my Disney fail. In fact, my wife listened to that show and was going to wanted to come on and be like, Yes, Derek always does forget to eat when we're at Disney World. We do not forget to Best eat. diet plan ever. That's a weird diet, Derek. It's backwards. And then I eat so much at 5 o'clock at night that I put on all that, like, carbs. The, the cool thing about that breakfast, though, is, you know, we did our rope drop stuff at Epcot. Knocked out all, all we wanted to do in Future World because we did some other stuff the night before. And after breakfast, we just went back to the room, and the skies opened up, and it poured. I took a nap. I watched some World Cup. It was great. And then we didn't leave the room until we Ubered to Hollywood Studios for dinner. We went to 50s Primetime. We rode uh, Toy Story twice because of the downpour. I mean, it poured for about three solid hours. Like torrential, sideways, water, uh, insane pouring. Mm -hmm. So the park was empty when we got there. And it was still raining. We were ponchoed up at that point. And we went on Toy Story there's no line, so we did standby again. How did you get in? My question was with the uh, when you went there, the line and how you get in is through the back. Did they have a different well, entrance? This this day we went. This was the 29th. Okay? okay, so the day before open, before dinner. All right, so we it was like four o'clock ish. Yeah, we went through the regular old entrance that we've been going through the whole time, and like we're leaving the last time and. Alden's like, this is the last time we'll ever walk out this exit of our favorite ride. And, you know, like, here, like, a 10-year-old's getting nostalgic. Like, really? And so, yeah, we went through the old door at that time. That's However, cool. Then we went to dinner. They went on uh, Star Tours, I think, or Rockin'. I don't know. Something that makes me throw up. We went to Primetime. Good as always. Uh, Primetime's a great restaurant. Uh, lots of fun. 
had a good time. Then we went, they went there, I went over and checked on Toy Story and it had indeed soft open. So I went in and the rain and filmed some stuff, took some pictures, stood in line. We ended up not doing any rides because there's just, by the time they got done with their attractions, the crowd had built so much. We got to check it out on the 29th and then we left. So, and then uh, got to bed early because the next day was ridiculous, ridiculously early, Derek. It was. And if you missed it, that was last week's episode, Toy Story Land Review. You were up at 5.30 in the morning. And if you want to hear it, just tune in, download last week's episode. It's a really good one. Uh, Definitely can't wait to check it out next week. So, Toy Story happened. In a couple months, but yes. We're just... Went to Toy Story, crazy early five. We were there by five thirty in the morning, and crazy crowds. It was nuts all day there. We actually left Hollywood Studios, went back to the pool before noon. We were in the pool at like eleven, and we even ate lunch at Hollywood Studios. So we left really early. We're already tired. So we got back over there, went to the pool where the kids will say is. It's the creepiest pool on property, Derek. Do you know why that is? Giant clown. This is a giant crazy clown pool. So we were there for a little while. Then we went back to the room, rested. And then we went to Beaches and Cream, which I think is also on your to-do list, isn't it? It is, but not for this trip. So we went to Beaches and Cream. Ooh, I, know, I bet I know what you got, though. We got a kitchen sink. Now, the you kitchen sink. You got bingo, because that was on our bingo. Huge. Yeah, card. it's like... The one thing we haven't really done that's on a lot of the lists of have you ever and so we finally got the kitchen sink and there's two different types. There's the regular or there's maybe three. We got the chocolate lovers. Um, and so we couldn't have some of the nuts, but we could still have the Snickers. So went chocolate lovers. The kids like polish it off. I don't think I even needed to have a bite for it to be gone. Michelle probably didn't eat. I think the three kids could have eaten it all. I left hungry. I was looking forward to the snack. I got like one little bowl of ice cream. And that thing out of is it. massive. Eight full scoops of ice cream and like cake and Snickers and you got to play the dad card. I'm whole can you know, of whipped made cream. You guys, I'm eating first bite. They just like they just like scarfed it down. So somebody got one like a table with like three adults and one kid got one like two minutes before us. They did not finish theirs, and they looked at ours and like, oh my god, you finished that? Like. And I look at theirs, I'm like, how did you not finish that? Like, what is wrong? You're about with to be friends with them just coming like, over. Hey, guys, like, wanna I'm take a bite? I'm still hungry. My children could have, the three McKnight kids could have eaten that. So after that, we walked back to the boardwalk for a little bit. I let the ice cream wear off. I was still hungry. Then we uh, had dinner at San Angel Inn, which we haven't eaten there for maybe ever together. I ate there as a kid. But that's the restaurant in Mexico where mm-hmm. Derek is notoriously famous for forgetting his camera. We did not forget our camera, Derek. I'm glad you didn't. But it is dark in there, and well, if you forget when you how, put something under the like, table, it makes sense. Like literally, we got the camera like, back. If you're just now yeah. listening, go back and listen to Derek's trip report from when was that? Last February? Yeah. Yeah, I, over February. a year ago. Go go listen to that trip report. It's a great one. Derek's a lot of fun on that trip report and. San Angel Inn, it's good good food, Mexican. We sat right on the water, so the kids waved at boats mm-hmm. the time. And there they all waved back because what else do they have to do? 
And of course, as soon as we were out of the restaurant, we went on the ride and we waved at the people that were sitting next to us. And like, it's kind of funny. They were waving until like one girl was like, Hey, they were the people right by us. You know, we could hear the little girl say that. So, and, uh, then we did, did did anyone get a margarita? No, Michelle ordered. I'm like, why didn't you get a margarita? She's like, I don't know. Why? She's like mad at me because she forgot to order a margarita. So she made up for that on the way back to the room because the margarita stand at the boardwalk has the watermelon ones that oh, she okay. likes the watermelon ones. So she got she got herself enough margaritas. Don't worry. Um, I was gonna say that margarita I had at San Angel Inn was amazing. I know yeah. people give it kind of a bad review. I enjoyed it, and that yeah. margarita definitely added some bonus points. So, and then uh, we did a few Duffies, which are now extinct, Derek. There's no more Duffy at Epcot. It's huh. been replaced by like little papers of travel things and like a Ziploc baggie of stuff. Ziploc is now the new sponsor. Sharpie was for a long time. So now it's Ziploc. So, and uh, I think we watched the French movie. I can't remember. I don't know. We went to bed fairly early because we were exhausted. And the next day we got up. Not as early, but pretty early. Pretty early the next day. That would be July 1st. We rope dropped Animal Kingdom. And from the boardwalk, we just took an Uber. I'm going to be honest. Best $9 we spent in quite a while. I picks you up right at the front, drops you off right at the front. You don't have to walk nearly as far. You don't have to wait for a bus. Animal Kingdom buses take forever. It's just the slowest process. They do. They do. this Uber, don't minivan to Animal Kingdom either because they drop you off further away than the buses. Oh, really? I thought it was the same area. Yeah. But, wow. No, Uber is super close. So they drop you off at the minivans or the back of the bus stops. Uber is like right up front. It's That really is a good tip. Pretty crazy. So Uber to Animal Kingdom. Uh, we did ride the bus back because we weren't in any kind of hurry. And we weren't at the rope for rope drop. They let you in at like 7.20 in Animal Kingdom. And we just went and stood by the rope for Everest. But they're still letting people in. It was 8 a.m. opening, let people in at 7.20. People were on and off of Flight of Passage before we left for Everest. So you can still be on the first group of Flight of Passage and then book it on over to Everest. And you do pretty good. So that was our rope drop there. We did... We hit everything that we needed to. We had fast passes for Flight of Passage. Uh, one thing that Animal Kingdom has added this summer is Donald's Dino Bash. This might be the best thing the parks have added in quite a while. And this is on the heels of me going to opening day at Toy Story. I say that a character, there's like five character meets, but they just rotate them through constantly. You just go from line to line. It's awesome. It reminds me kind of like what the cruise line does. When they have all the characters out mm-hmm. before, after mealtime. It's awesome. And, Derek, you get Donald, Launchpad, Scrooge, I Chip know. and like Daisy. And they're People all who crazy. don't know, I love Launchpad. It, He's one of my favorites. So you're getting characters that you haven't found for years. And the ones that you have found, like Chip and Dale, are in dinosaur costumes. Because the idea is Donald figured out that he is related to dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. So he's throwing this dino party. Yep. So Chip and Dale were excluded, so they put on these costumes. And then Pluto meets in the Boneyard, which is the playground. And for some reason, all the other ones had super formal lines, great in-and-out pictures, fat photo pass. Pluto just wanders around. And you're supposed to be able to ask him for a picture and he'll stop. 
Well, he just ignored my children and walked away from them. So my kids were grumpy and mad at Pluto. There's that. Yeah. Womp womp. Then we divided for lunch. The girls went to Pizza Fari, which may be the, you know, second worst pizza restaurant on property, followed by Pizza Rizzo. However, the best air conditioning on property. And then we went to the boy team. We went to Soli Canteen and we had burger pods and, you know, our rice and chicken. And My favorite counter service restaurant on property. Still just as good as the first time I had it over but, a year. But ago. the lines I've heard are not Back as down. big. It's not very popular. Um, it was great. And we were there, I mean, July 1st. It wasn't like we were there on February 2nd or something. You know, busy summer day. We were there at 11.10. It was, so it was early, but it wasn't like 10.30. Like, we ate at Pizza Rizzo at 10.20 the day before. 10.20 a.m. pizza. Ugh. So we saw Safari. All the animals were on the left side of the truck. Every animal. Claire was on the – got to see, sit on the window side. On the right side, she was so mad after that Safari. She yelled at some animals. It was the most lopsided Safari we've ever seen. So, That's awesome. Yep. Then it was nap time, Derek. And then we went to downtown Disney. Ate at Art Smith's. Um, a new restaurant for me. Michelle's eating there. Uh, they're big in their fried chicken. Hmm. And we have the hummingbird cake, which was recommended by Maureen from Autism at the Parks. So thank you to her because that was amazing, Derek. It was like heaven on a spoon. I'm jealous. I'll have to eat there instead of T-Rex. Yeah, so then we uh, did a little shopping and bought some stuff. And then we Ubered from Disney Springs to Hollywood Studios because there's no direct bus. Yep. And we wanted to watch fireworks. So we did, you know, I walked around Toy Story, got a spot for fireworks, sat there for an hour waiting for it. Uh, they added some Last Jedi stuff and some Han Solo stuff. So that was cool to cool. see. Yeah, so it was a good show. And one little tip. So we had our packages from Disney Springs. Right inside the park, you can go to the package window where if you buy something in the back of the park, they can send it up to the front of the park. Talked about that on our fails show, right? So go listen to my fails because that was one of my big fails. So we had two big bags. So I gave them the bags, and they just held them until I picked them up later. So I picked them up right before fireworks, and that way we didn't have to lug them around for three hours. That's a win and a good tip. Yeah. I thought so. All right. We're getting a little closer to the 4th of July, but we are at July 2nd, July I believe. 2nd. Yeah. So back at the studios for Extra Magic Hours, it was insane. Talked about it a little bit on the uh, extra ma- uh, on the Toy Story show. So, yep. you know, we did everything in Toy Story Land really quick. It was just crazy crowded, but it was like, you know, the second only been open three days. We got everything done at Hollywood Studios before 11. And then we ate lunch at Backlot Express so the kids could get the kids' chicken and waffles with the Star Wars characters. And guess what's no longer on the menu as of two weeks ago? I What, what is it? Kids' chicken and waffles. Oh, my. No way. I thought Alden was going to have words with the cashier who has no control over the menu. But he was, like, flabbergasted. So what we ended up having to do was buy four adult meals, which technically they're adults, but like that was way too much food and it cost twice as much. So 
not happy Walt Disney Company getting rid of the kids. Like kids want Star Wars themed food. You can't advertise a Star Wars menu and have nothing on the kids menu that's Star Wars related. Yeah. So be aware of that. No more Star Wars food for kids. You know, kids have to grow up. Um, headed back to the boardwalk, took another nap, got some snacks at the boardwalk shop, the screen door, which is just like the saddest name for a shop at all. Like this the screen door shop i had a general store it was yeah so um yeah then we that night we rested quite a while then we hopped over to magic kingdom to watch happily ever after because we had not done that yet we weren't sure when that was going to happen i got our spot about three hours in advance there three hours i sat there it was like the best spot. There's but it's what you got to do. It's still busy. It's still popular. Could I have gotten the not quite as good spot two hours before the show? Absolutely. Could I have gotten a decent spot an hour and a half before the show? Yes. But I wanted that spot. So I camped out there. I'm in the back of a lot of people's picture of the castle, but I do not care. And so I held the spot for a while, and then Michelle came back with the kids. I took the kids on buzz. I came back. She took them to get popcorn. She came back. I went and got a Dole Whip. We came, so it wasn't like I sat there for three hours. The kids went on Thunder, Splash, Carpets, Pirates, and Buzz, all while waiting for fireworks. But as long as one parent was there, and like Claire elected not to go on something, and so they got their snacks. I got my Dole Whip, and it was the biggest Dole Whip I've ever had, Derek. It was a Dole Whip float, and the the cast members. So the one the lady handed out before me. It's gigantic. And I'm like, holy crap. But then the other girl made mine. I'm like, oh. And they were having a contest to see who could make a bigger Dole Whip. Oh, win for Doug. I was like, favorite cast member ever. And she's like, don't tweet that, please. <laughs> so I did not tweet her name. I did not tweet that they were having a contest. I did, however, tweet a picture. And it looks like I'm holding it to try to make it bigger. I, I couldn't hold it to make it look bigger because it was gigantic. And you so, ate every bite. And... Yes, and Happily Ever After is still fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. So, yeah, that was that night. And then uh, another morning at Hollywood Studios. Talked about that a little bit. We did Toy Story three times in a row. We didn't care about Slinky Dog. They We had a fast pass for it later. We, I think the kids were tired of all the other attractions at Hollywood Studios because we went there five days in a row at some point. Which, I mean... Especially actually, for a half-day park, going actually, there five days. The kids went six days in a row because they went on the fourth, too. But this is the third. And so we left, went to breakfast at Cape May Cafe. That day we were checking out of the boardwalk. This time we held onto our luggage. We gave it to Bell Services in the morning. But we didn't have them send it ahead. And so we transported ourselves. So it took us two Ubers to get it there. Minivans won't like show up and just accommodate all their... 12 pieces of luggage so the girls went in the minivan with half our luggage all and i went in an uber over to bay lake tower and then from bay lake tower it rained and then we went to hoopty doo review which we hadn't done in quite a while and it should be a simple little boat ride from the contemporary over to the hoopty doo however there was lightning in the area so they shut down the boat like how are we gonna get there an hour before the show. So that was an almost disaster. We got a, we did a lift that day. No minivan would come pick us up. And over at 
wilderness, Fort Wilderness, they can't drop you off right by it. You have to take an internal mm-hmm. bus. We're like, that's 15, 20 minutes alone. And we only had 25 minutes to get there at the point where the guy finally said, oh, I guess a boat's not coming to pick you up, which that was awesome. Thank you, sir, running the boats at the Contemporary. So we got the lift. I don't think the dude spoke a word of English, Derek. Not a word. As Getting, long as you knew where to go, you typed in the app, you're good. I did. So when I put it in the app, I still had the address in there from the minivan, and it just transferred it over to the non-minivan, which is all the way at Pioneer Hall, right? Mm-hmm. And going into Fort Wilderness, the lady at the gate, I think, thought she was protecting the border of the nation for Trump. Like, I've never seen somebody interrogate. And where I'm in the backseat, like, we have a dining reservation. It doesn't matter what his paperwork is. You can scan my magic band. You have to let us in. Like, well, he doesn't have this form. I'm like, I am a guest. Like, she was not going to let us in. Some paperwork he didn't. It doesn't matter. I have a dining reservation, let us in. So you're supposed to stop and drop us off at that bus stop. He just drove on in following the map. I love like, it. All the way in where he wasn't supposed to. His, no, I, I don't know what happened to him. God bless him if he got in trouble. I hope he still has his license. I hope. I don't know. But he, he saved us. We were right on time, which means we missed the very opening of it. We sat down a little bit late. But, hey, we got there. The show was awesome. Hoopty Doo is amazing. If it works in your budget, works into your schedule, because it is a time eater, because it should have taken us twice as long to get to, although it shouldn't have, because you got an internal bus or a boat for the Magic Kingdom, Contemporary or Wilderness Lodge. and It's great, though. Alden and Claire, I've never seen them laugh so hard. And like the, a lot of audience participation, and the lady made fun of this one guy, and like he had two high school kids, like they were in pain laughing so hard at their father. Like the embarrassment laughter was worth every penny I spent on that meal, Derek. It was hilarious. Especially because it wasn't at you. Yeah. And so we had a four o'clock dinner, right? So it's July the 3rd, four o'clock dinner, because that's when you eat dinner on the 4th of July. So after that, we took the boat, because it was running then, back over to the Contemporary. And... If you're going to take the boat, you can take it back to the Magic Kingdom. Be aware that you may need to wait for two or three boats to get back because there's also Mickey's Backyard Barbecue, mm-hmm. Trails Inn, a campfire sing-along. There's lots going over on over at Fort Wilderness, and the boat's the only way to and from. But it is easy to get to and from the Magic Kingdom. But you may have to wait for a couple boats. So we got back over the Contemporary. I took Claire and Alden swimming, and Michelle and Samantha, because they're crazy, went into the park and did like a whole bunch of rides she wrote them down for me so that i did not shortchange her okay so they did winnie the pooh teacups aladdin dumbo barnstormer dumbo again and got a snack and trapped on the back side of the fireworks me and the younger two we got a mickey bar and ice cream from the contempo cafe took it back to our room in bay lake tower and we had a room that was awesome it was right near the walkway we could get to the contempo cafe in less than five minutes it's great no elevator needed so we threw that back in the freezer for later, went back over, went up a few flights, stood in the stairwell of the Contemporary, watched the 3rd of July fireworks, which are all around the park. It's spectacular to watch from a distance. It was a great time. I, I The 3rd of July fireworks are the same as the 4th. Spectacular. Michelle and Samantha, they took like 45 minutes to get out of the park. Mm. They said it was just insane. But the weather was gorgeous that night. It was the first night I was outside sitting in the pool. I wasn't sweating. Beautiful. 
and my kids were in the pool. And I love some of the pictures you shared. It it looked incredible. Fireworks everywhere. Yeah. Jealous. So, yeah. So 4th of July, we rope dropped Magic Kingdom. Did Hall of Presidents. Not right at rope drop, but after all the usual suspects. We got a hat because it's 4th of July. So that was very festive. I love the updates to the Hall of Presidents. There was some story going around about why they should close it. That's garbage. Go watch it if you're an American. It's a great history lesson. Like, the current president talks for, like, 45 seconds. I don't even know. It's not even long enough to care. Like, it's... The animatronics aren't even on stage that long, but it is great. You can tell everything's been updated. It's a whole different show. Really enjoyed it. Go watch Hall of Presidents. Um, Then we left the insanity that was rolling in at the Magic Kingdom. We had breakfast, lunch. We like... You can tell a trend. We like that 1030 lunch thing we went to chef mickey's here's my review it's still chef mickey's and i still love it go for it Derek. enjoy it and then uh so i have a little foot problem at that point the moisture the heat my foot was like falling apart blistering painful if anybody wants a super gross picture you know direct message me on twitter no don't you don't want to see that so I was limping at that point. Michelle basically sent me back to the room and said, you're not coming with us. I didn't even take a nap because my foot hurt. So she went to Animal Kingdom, did a whole bunch of stuff. Then they went to Hollywood Studios, did a whole bunch of stuff. And then I met back up with them in Epcot where I stood in line and saved a spot for the Voices of Liberty 4th of July show. And it was fantastic. I was thinking, I'm waiting an hour and a half in line for Voices of Liberty. This is insane. But they did their cover of Golden Wings. And I looked over at Michelle. And like, so people that are on hold a lot with the travel agent line have to listen to Golden Wings a lot. I think she was in tears. And then they did uh, God Bless the USA and Proud to Be, you know, all that sort of stuff. And, yeah, I think Michelle cried a couple times during the show. I outed Samantha for crying earlier, so I got to out Michelle it was fantastic Derek it was and they had some with background music but all the voices of liberty were there and they had like two or three shows that night so after that show we walked over to uh, beach club to get an uber back to we went to the magic kingdom oh we got a minivan directly to the magic kingdom because traffic was insane the minivan can drop off right in front and then we went to our dessert party the dessert party was worth every penny that night because the crowd on the 4th of July is like on a scale of bananas. It's like grapefruit. Derek, it's not even a banana anymore. It's, I don't, I don't know what, what fruit would be crazier than that. I'm now understanding the reference. I was confused there for a second. There's a lot of people. That is like, it's a just lot insane. of people. God, especially like, for a Wednesday night. Oh my gosh. It was nuts. And so we had the dessert party, which did not cost any more than it would have three nights earlier or the next night. Right. So we're like, that's a no brainer. The desserts were good. They had egg rolls now and the s'mores, the ooey gooey coffee cake, like lots of good stuff. I will say the viewing area, they added an after party for desserts, which you go and you sit in the viewing area first, then you get the desserts after fireworks. So I can see the appeal of that, but all the after-party people were already in the viewing area when we got down there. So there were some people in front of us in that area, but it's not crowded. It's not crazy like out in the, you know, with all the peons, the, the, the little people. 
that aren't special wearing wristbands, Derek. So it's we so had our cool with your dessert yeah. party and yep. And then the wind changed direction and the temperature dropped by ten degrees and then it poured. Oh. So fireworks were delayed by about an hour as we got drenched. And during that hour, Samantha had to go to the bathroom like seventeen times, and the crowd was insane. And so she had to fight through the crowd. It was one of the most frustrating hours of my life ever but waiting it out was worth it because there's something about seeing fireworks from within the magic kingdom that go all the way around you that is totally worth mm-hmm. it totally worth it fireworks behind you fireworks beside you so many fireworks we couldn't see the castle by the end of the fireworks because it was covered in smoke that's awesome yeah and then we went home they handed out the paper that said like two dollar churros two dollars pretzels after the fireworks to try yeah. to get people to stay in the park but after waiting in the rain like we just want to go home and the lines for the ferry and the monorails like they had extra queues set up in the whole entry plaza mm-hmm. when we came in we're like holy crap that's insane never seen that before they were full when we left the exit like we just walked on back to the bay lake right that worth the price because we just skedaddled on back and we're done we went to bed and uh then the next day was the end of our trip gave our bags to the bell services rope drop magic kingdom for a couple hours ate at columbia harbor house again waved at people below us and said goodbye while magical express tragically picked us up Derek. nine days that's pretty impressive. Do you feel like you accomplished everything and maybe hopefully more than what you set out to do? Yes. Yes and no. It, we feel like, looking back, we spent too much time at the studios. Like, we were planning a lot of time to take care of Toy Story. And like yep. we were able to do all of Toy Story Land each time we visited. Mm-hmm. Like We weren't expecting that. So... We were we did one too many rope drops there. I think we could have rope dropped Epcot or a second time or Animal Kingdom a second time and been happy. We did enough Magic Kingdom because we kind of began our trip with a couple Magic Kingdoms and ended it with a couple Magic Kingdoms. Yeah, and we ate a lot of good food. I had a couple Dole Whip floats. I had two in the park, one out of the park. So, I mean, my Dole Whip quota was met. That's good. Alden never got his churro. That's oh. the only thing I'm hearing about is the lack of churro. And he could have got a $2 churro there at the you end. Know, you know, if the weather would have been better, I think we would have. But we were just wet and tired and grumpy. And, what, yeah. I was going to say, one story you missed that we teased last week was Samantha and the Dumbo ride and Twitter. Oh. Where you actually got Walt Disney World to respond to us. Yeah, because that was on the 4th of July, yep. right? So they had an early opening, right, 8 a.m., regular park opening. And we had already done multiple, multiple attractions. Get to Dumbo, and there's a wait. We're like, why, why is there a wait at this time of morning at Dumbo? Well, they're only running one side. They already have people coming with fast passes, only running one side. And they don't have the playground open. So every little kid is like, Mom, what's in there? What's in there? And like, it says all over the place, play while you wait. Mm-hmm, Instead of mm-hmm. you're in line for 25 minutes, like open, if you're not going to open both Dumbos, at open least a open a play area. Yep. Like you got to do one or the other. I understand like demand is not demand two Dumbos right away. You know what? 30 minutes in on the 4th of July, 
get Dumbo up and running for crying out loud. It's not that difficult to run a spinner because I've seen it happen at my county fair by a guy with no teeth. So come on, Disney. Oh, get that's that going. Earl. He's cool. Don't worry about him. Well, yeah, don't worry about Earl. He's He's got it under control. He'll put that fire out. So... Yeah, yeah like, Samantha wrote on it, and then uh, Disney she, responded to it. She, she hacked, and I looked back, and she hacked. I thought she did it on my personal Twitter. No, she did it on Rope Drop, Rope Drop Twitter, Radio. Eric. Yep. Yeah, it, so, it popped up on my phone. Even we'll never get invited to any media events because my daughter stole my phone. But like, you can't have all these things about play while you wait because yep. there's you know kindergartners can read that potentially, and. Like, what are you talking about? I'm standing in a line, bored to tears. And then they opened the other side after we were sent to the side that already had of the course. line all the way back in the building. So we get to turn and watch the people behind us just go. Michelle's like, you know, we were the last ones sent this way because of your tweet. Like, this yep. is Samantha. She's like, you're the one that said it out loud and the cast member had to hear you. I'm like, well, hopefully that's why they opened it because it was ridiculous. So, of course, when we're off, there's no wait because they had both sides going. Uh, I, I feel you. That Dumbo thing. I have whole other issues with the playground and like I when the kids when the kids playground. go in and then they call your number right away. It's like, OK, guys, you got to play for half a second. Yeah, That's happened like, to us. They need to make it clear. Like you can play as long as you want. Well, I want to be able to play like I'll wait in line. Let the kids play. Yeah. No, no. Well, you're virtually in line with your pager. I it when it when it's busy and it's open correctly, it works great. But when they only halfway operate stuff, like when we did Speedway that day, yeah, like we did that early, really early. They were only running five cars at a time. Like, honestly, like why get more cars going? And it's like we hear them like, should we get the second lane going? Ah, not yet. They're not back down. Like. Why does it need to get backed up? Like, get it going. It's going to make your life Got to burn that gas. Got to get those fumes going from Speedway. I need my Speedway. Kill those brain cells somehow. I feel like the places that make the candles, like the Rome is burning candle and the Pirates of the Caribbean water candle, like they're missing out on Speedway scent. Mm, That's That's true. Yep, I agree. It was just so hot. And now we're we're never getting invited to anything because your daughter tweeted at Disney and they responded. They did. And I I didn't know what to say because you guys stunk it up, Disney, on that that little moment. And yeah, and uh, the other big complaint is they need shade in Toy Story Land. We talked about that last week and that's been kind of an ongoing trend on social media. It's beautiful at night. I can't wait to check it out in September. I'll be there in a handful of weeks. Well, don't worry. All the new umbrellas are going to ruin the views. So I'm sorry. Sure that, to... Yep. I, now you make me regret not going on this trip with yep, you. I... Yep. You should have been there on unboxing day, as they called it. All right. There you go. Nine well, days. I'm glad you're back. That is a long vacation. I don't know if I've ever done a Disney trip more than four days. So I'm you jealous. Need to step it up. I you need it. It's called vacation really? time, Doug. You only get so much of it in, in a year. You did. Quit using it on visiting family. And oh, just yeah, visit- just Disney. Yeah. Actually, no, because I'm, I'm, as I'm doing this trip coming up, I realize I think it's – I have seven out of my 11 days are all Disney days. It's a good way to go. Yep. And see, but five days and you add two weekends, 
there you're at a pretty nice long trip there, Derek. That yeah, that you go Saturday. As, when the to baby Sunday. gets a little bit older, that will be our goal. And I will let Michelle book it all for us and, and help us with fast passes and reservations. I and that'll be when Star Wars is open. So that is when we will do our nine day trip. Maybe we can do a big meetup and you guys can be down there too. That would be a lot of fun. But that's it does. That's still like 2020, 2021 when we do that kind of trip. Yeah. It's down the road. 2020 is a cruise. That is. But that's it's also some, yeah. Disney's 50th, and so we'll be there plenty as 20, well. 2021 is the 50th. The 50th. Yeah, I was, yeah. okay, you're right. Yeah, you're getting ahead of yourself. They got some time to – they got to get Guardians open, Ratatouille. Mm-hmm. All that. A lot of construction that we talked about noticed. Skyway thing going, the Skyliner. I keep calling it a Skyway, but, I mean, that's every which way over yeah. in that – neck of the woods we were staying and walking to and from and i'm just gonna say to get from epcot to hollywood studios on the skyliner is not going to be a very efficient form oh no yeah it it will be very efficient if you're staying at caribbean beach Mm -hmm. to get the two different parks it's gonna make caribbean beach amazing uh but that is it yes and until then caribbean beach is a discount resort basically and that's why we're staying there in september Get the construction review by Derek That would be a good one. And uh, speaking of trips, if you would like to take a magical vacation, we highly recommend Michelle McKnight, who just also spent nine days in the parks and knows them back and forth. Anything you might need, any question you may have, she can help you out. And, of course, get you a free quote. Disney pays her, not you. So definitely check her out with that. Her email is in our show notes, so be sure to click on there. Also, you can find uh, our Facebook and Twitter in there and our Patreon if you'd like to come aboard and support us. But, Doug, that is all the time that we have. You've exhausted me mm-hmm. from just nine yeah. days that I didn't get out there, and, and you did. Yeah. And, you know, you notice Michelle did four parks one day on the 4th of July, the busiest day of the trip. She's insane. Yes, she is. She had to leave me at home to do it. But, you know. At the resort, you still. Oh, I was I was pretty comfy. Yeah. You, know? you were enjoying yourself. That's what it it's not, a vacation. It was not rough being laid up in Bay Lake Tower. And a great live video that you did that I highly appreciate. So if you have, oh, if you want to check out any of the pictures, Doug will be posting them, of course, throughout this week. But then go back a couple weeks and see everything from the trip. It was awesome. But Doug, that is all the time that we have. Again, thank you so much for listening to Rope Drop Radio.